You know, Brian, I'm just going to get right into this here. We've been doing this EDBC podcast for a while now, and we've been going through a pandemic where we, you know, we had to sit through a, an age where there was no sports. And as a time where I thought, you know, we'd reflect upon things and maybe be more creative with our free time. Mm-hmm. And you like to tease me about this stuff, but something I just saw on my uh, my old computer here really bothered me. Yeah, what's that? And I think you'll appreciate it. I mean, you're going to run into it. You didn't even say, well, no, hello, no, no intro. No, I, I don't have time. Hey, folks, happy, happy, happy. I don't want to waste time. This week's episode. I, not you're wasting time. right in here. You're hot. Not wasting time. All People right. know who we are if you're listening. I'm Eric True. Brian. There you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, you teased me that there's a uh, Top Gun sequel dropping. Is that next week? Uh, less than a week. This coming Friday as we tape this on a Monday morning. You know what I just learned that's even worse than that, Brian? Uh... I'm trying to think of a joke, but I don't can't think of one, so I'll just say, no, I can't, Eric. What's worse? There's a Mission Impossible sequel also coming out with Tom Cruise. So, well, my point is here, Brian, we've gone through a pandemic, and these are the blockbuster films that we're going to come out of the pandemic with? That's correct, yeah. Can That's you appreciate where I'm coming from here? We yes. don't have any other original ideas than to re- reboot Tom Cruise and no. movies from 30 years ago. That's what we're going to do? Yeah, have you noticed? Like every movie that comes out is a uh, you know a, a, is um, how many bat? Just for instance, how many Batman movies have been out not in our I've, lifetime? I've saw, since, I saw the first one. That was it. So just like in our like since we've been in high school, what like thirty seven? Every other movie is like a Marvel comic book movie. There's Doctor Strange, Doctor Strange Love, Strange Guys, this Strange Thing, that Thing, the Iron Man, the other thing, the Hulk, that thing, that so that the other. Yeah. So why wouldn't it make sense? Like you, I, I would. Just, I would rather sit through one of your kids' dance recitals than go watch. We'll get to. We'll get to that. And if you don't think there's a cocktail sequel sequel coming up with Tom Cruise, is like you know, thirty five years later, he's wa- he's a washed up bartender trying to get a gig somewhere in like the village. <laughs> My friend, that is in development, and you know it. But, but that's what we're doing. We're coming out of the pandemic hot with those two movies. It's just it really bothered me. So I yeah, just well, wanted to, I wanted to get you involved in that. that that's right. Well, first doing. of all, as you know, and I, I'm still trying to get you to go, but you're too much of a wuss. I'm so going to see Top Gun in the movie theaters. Yeah, good luck. Have fun. So going. I will. Yeah, I, I'm, at, I'm doing it for this podcast, dude, because we don't, we review movies. We've talked movies a lot in this podcast in the yeah. uh, 30, you know, the 36 years we've been doing this podcast, we've talked movies a lot. 50 years from now, they will not be revisiting uh, the Top Gun follow like they do the Godfather sequels. Well, remains to be seen, doesn't it? So yeah. I'm going to see this movie. I'll be long dead by then. Thank you. You won't come because you're, and I will, I will review it. You know, we've done movies. We've done movies in the past. I'm going to review a new movie. You know, how often I've gone to the theaters in the last five years, you know, especially during the pandemic. So I think I'm going by myself because my kids don't want to go. My wife laughed at me. Well, they hate you. Your family can't stand your being oh, with you. Well, you know, they have the weekends for that, so. Well, listen, something I did enjoy watching this weekend was the New York Rangers uh, getting a huge win on Sunday. We're taping this on a Monday because Brian had his in-laws over for it. He told me it felt like nine days. I think it was six, right? Uh, so the the Rangers beat three. the Carolina Hurricanes three to one yesterday, empty net or late. But the most fascinating part was the end of the game where uh, they put their goon line out there. Carolina did. And then the Domi fellow decided to start a brawl at the end of the game. The brawl's a little strong. You know, give a little him, strong. He yeah. was trying to. Be, he was, you know, he's being cheap. He's a uh, the the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. If you, from uh, Max Domi, his old man Ty was a legendary NHL goon. Um, yeah. So yeah, he whacks one of the Rangers in the back of the knee. As soon as the buzzer sounds, they start scraping. Good old fashioned you know, old time hockey. My favorite part was Gerard Gallant, the 
coach of the Rangers, basically telling Tony D'Angelo to go F himself from the bench, which I thought was hysterical. Ba- no, it wasn't basically. He told him to go F himself <laughs> on the bench. Says, you know, we don't do that after we, you know, we lose a game. We get off the ice. We take care of our business. But you don't do that sort of thing. That's not us. But if they want to, then he made some illusion that, illusion. He alluded to the fact that if they want to go that way, they've got the guy or the guys that can scrap. So oh, maybe we'll if see. If I'm D'Angelo, I'd be paying attention for uh, Revo coming up the ice in the uh, game four on Tuesday night. Yeah, Ryan Reeves, who uh, can hang and bang with the best of them, as Hulk Hogan yeah. used to say. Yeah, so Tuesday night's going to be fun at the Garden. Yeah, it was cool because the Rangers played. They lost game one. It kind of sucked because they played really well for the most part. Should have won, won, the won the game. They had a one nothing lead until about a minute 33 left. Carolina, a great, great goal. Carolina tied the game. Then, of course, what happens when that, when you're leading the whole game and you should have won and you go to overtime? You know, It always happens. The team that played the best lost and sort of a fluky goal. They got their butts thoroughly kicked in game two, I thought. I watched that Friday night and I'm like, this is a slog. And I don't think the Rangers are going to score tonight if they get 100 shots on goal, which they'll never get that many anyway. So but the Rangers have missed some wide open nets, which has been. Oh, very my annoying. goodness, every game. <clears throat> They're very annoying. But their goalie looks to be back to the way he was in the regular season. Igor Shesterkin playing like a uh, you know, playing like a champ yesterday, he played great. So it's been fun, you know. I was Hockey wishing I had the scratch to be in that building yesterday because I'm sure tickets are about two G's each. But that looked like a fun time at the garden. Everyone got a, they had the white shirts on the uh, seats, yep. they waving their towels. It just that that was New York Ranger hockey yesterday. Fun to watch. I wish I had been there. Yeah, but that's the cool thing about the hockey and the NBA playoffs too. If you get to go to a, attend a home playoff game, sure the tickets might set you back a few thousand, few hundred or a few thousand, but you won't. You, you probably are getting a free T-shirt out of the deal. That's right. So you got that going for you, which is and nice. you're paying twenty seven dollars for a popcorn and a coke. So right, exactly. They get they get it back. They get it back. Yeah. Uh, the other big story uh, besides the NHL is the NBA. The uh, Boston Celtics laid an egg at home on Saturday night, which I thought they went by fifteen. To be honest with you. Yeah, and I was it was unbelievably bad how they started out, uh, and they got more injury news they got to deal with. But and they made a, a hell of a comeback in the end of the fourth quarter. They got within one late, and then they just never. Then Miami pulled away a couple threes, a couple guys I've never heard of hitting threes late. Uh, yeah, big win for Miami, but a really disappointing for loss, disappointing loss for the Celtics, who uh, now are down two to one. They have game four back in their building tonight. Uh, was that Max Struess? I think who hit a Max Struess. Yeah, yeah, Max Struess. You like, followed Max career back at DePaul or wherever he was from. I yeah, think. but uh, you know now there's injury. Jimmy Butler got hurt. I uh, don't know about him for tonight. Marcus Smart apparently caught. According to the Celtics coach, has a pretty badly sprained ankle. He's questionable. Robert Williams, who they missed again, their center, who does so much for them, on, especially on the defensive end, he's hurt again. So Jimmy Butler, Marcus Smart, Rob Williams, a lot of question marks to see who plays and how effective they could be tonight. But it would be nice for the Celtics if Jason Tatum played like Jason Tatum because he was awful uh, Friday night. Yeah, listen, he's been great the entire playoffs. He's been one of the top five players in the NBA. I totally agree. But when you come to a home game and you don't score uh, in the first quarter of a huge game like that, that is tough. And Tatum, give him credit. He took it on the chin afterwards. Look, I I let him down. Yeah. Jalen Brown wasn't much better. They both had, like, six turnovers. So, just, you can't. 24, I think, is a team. 25 is a team. Oh, it's brutal. Can't do that. And key moments, just throwing careless with the basketball. Careless. 
And the Ime Odoko, the Celtics coach, you can tell he was just furious. Like he couldn't believe some of the stuff. Is I like him, by the way. He, I do too. He's but he's done a tremendous job with this team. First he's year. got a presence about him on the sideline that I really like. He kind of reminded me of Gallant a little bit, where he when he yells, like he has that look on his face. And I don't know about you. I don't know if you caught it towards the end of the game when Struess hit the three, and then they turned it over. Um, Kyle Lowry with a huge steal. Uh, they took about a five-second cutaway of Pat Riley standing on the sidelines. I did not see that. Oh, my God. I put it in my highlight package on Saturday night just because it was just – he just was standing. He had a mask on, so you couldn't see his face or his mouth. But just standing there and the pure joy in his eyes from getting a win at Boston. It's not Boston Garden. I get it. This is a nice – It's still Garden. Boston, and nobody hates the Celtics the way Pat Riley hates the Celtics. Unless hates maybe, the Celtics. Unless hates maybe Jerry West, but that's about it. Yeah, so it was just uh, he had this look in his eyes of just you know it, it made me smile when I saw it because you know no yeah. one really like we do. And let's let's hope he he I'm hoping if he's there tonight that he has a much more um, depressing night by the end of the night. Yeah, but you know you mentioned it, Eric. Uh, you know Boston after getting waxed, we've had this. We're now through three games of the Eastern Conference Finals, and it's two to one Miami. But it's gone like this. Miami smokes them in game one. Boston comes back and looks – and again, Marcus Smart, who's a huge part of that team, the Celtics, huge part of that team. He misses game one. He comes back for game two along with Rob Williams, and they smoke the heat in their own building. Now, game three – and, yeah, the Celtics made a tremendous comeback. So, But there's probably a lot of people, unless you're a diehard Celtic fan or a Heat fan, you just – you turn that game off in the third quarter, and the Celtics made a huge comeback, but a lot of people didn't see it because, again, that was a blowout for um, – for most of the games, so you have three games that were, I'll say, just for my argument, I'll say they're blowouffs, even though yeah. game three became a comeback. We have a, I watched a lot of this game last night, game three of the Western Conference Finals between the Warriors and the Dallas Mavericks. And, you know, the Warriors are up three nothing, and Dallas, as well as they played for most of the playoffs going into this series, just doesn't look like they can hang with Golden State. So, um, you know, rooting interest aside, I think this has been really kind of a this has been a bummer of the NBA, NBA, NBA playoffs. You've seen a ton of blowouts and there have been not a lot of games where you're sitting there. It's if you're, you're a good example, Eric, like you do this for work and whatnot, but if you're sitting on your home on a Wednesday night, you're flipping around and like, okay, the Mavericks and the Warriors are tied at 96 or three minutes left. Even if you don't have a huge rooting interest, you don't care. You don't have to do it for work leave it on. that day. You'll leave it on a watch because you, you'll appreciate it. But you know, it hasn't been that way. So you're not going to get the casual fans because these games have sucked most of them. Yeah. Um, and we'll see the NBA, the NBA is hoping they get a big payoff and that would be a Boston golden state final. That yeah, that's what they really want. I mean, they do not want it looks both like coast involved, you know. you know, they've had Miami the last couple of years, last several years, last couple of years, but Miami, you know, Miami, no offense, Jimmy Butler, who's a great player. I love Jimmy Butler as a player, but the, the Miami of Le- LeBron and Dwayne Wade and all that are long gone. They don't, you know, Miami doesn't sell the way of Celtics golden state, uh, series would so they're hoping for that but you know and like we're, we'll get into it but like if you're a fan of both we just talked about both sports you know the nhl playoffs always seem to kick the nba nba playoffs ass in terms of just drama and excitement and good games you know the problem with the nba is it's just the uh, the problem is if if you have a team that's hot from three and we talked about this last week with milwaukee and um celtics Ball. game seven which was game a disaster game with 98 three-pointers between the if you have a team that's shooting it from three and the game will get lopsided in a hurry and it, there's really been just a handful of games of competitive. And again, not to uh, beat a, 
dead horse here, but the NBA has got to figure out a way to fix it because these games are unwatchable. And like I said, their payoff is hoping it's Boston Golden State in the final. That'll be, you know, 142 to 139 in game one, you know, something like that. Yeah, and they're hoping for Boston's got work to do. Golden State looks like they're going to go. I mean, I, 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 love I think they're going to win the whole thing. I hate to say it. I can't stand it. But I they look good. Um, you know, they haven't missed, you know, they, you know, they lost Kevin Durant to the Brooklyn Nets a few years ago. They're well, I mean, let's face it. They, they didn't need Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant bet, piggybacked a couple rings there. He left. They keep rolling along. Kevin Durant's still looking for another ring. So, uh, but that's, I, I'm going to get off on a tangent. So, yeah, let's see. Hopefully we get a. Okay, if Golden State's going to wrap it up, wrap it up tomorrow night, and let's see if maybe Boston and Miami can give us a good series down the stretch and then maybe have a really good finals. Hopefully it's Boston. We'll and then see. we'll start the finals. on. And again, Brian, you'll love this. Tonight you'll be thinking of me when I'm at the office and that game tips at 840 on ABC. You're tonight. lucky the tips till 840. ABC. Hey, man, God bless What TNT. time does the news go on tonight, Brian? Uh, 11, let's see, 1117. All right. You, you, you've did this a long time, so you know. I love TNT, man. I mean, I'm going to throw it out. I'm not trying to – I'm going to throw it out there. TNT games. I think TNT has the Western Conference exclusively. TNT has an 8.30 start. That game is tipping at 8.33. ESPN thinks we will listen to their talking heads blabble about nothing. I don't care about Mike Greenberg, who ESPN thinks is uh, Jesus Christ himself, reincarnated for some reason. They just want to jam him and A-Rod. Yeah, I don't care about Jalen. I don't care about Jalen Rose. I don't want to hear. I saw Chris Russo. I don't want to hear from Jalen Rose. I don't want to hear from Mike Greenberg. I don't want to hear from, from you know, Mike Krzyzewski. I want to see basketball. Tip the basketball game already. Yep, 100%. All right, well, we had some uh, interesting baseball stuff go on this weekend. The Mets win another series. The Yankees lose their second series of the year, which uh, – Yesterday, we'll get into it after we take a break. One of those annoying baseball games. If you're a fan of the Yankees or Mets, Yankee fan yesterday, you just were annoyed. It was very difficult cool. to watch. Very I difficult. Did, yeah, well, we'll, we'll, we'll get into that. All right, we're going to take a time out, and we'll come back and talk some MLD. All right, all right. Let's talk a little sleep. Okay, all is well. Your dream bed starts here with all is well. Shop at allswellhome.com. All is well believes in the power of a good night's sleep. It's been the guiding principle since they launched. These are products that feature innovative, innovative technology and unbelievable comfort and support. The Allswell mattress features hybrid mattress technology that combines the best of both worlds. Memory foam and individually wrapped coils for a winning blend of comfort and support. The goal was to create an affordable mattress without sacrificing luxury or quality. I, I don't like to sacrifice either one of those myself. The result is a queen-size mattress that starts as low as 345 bucks. That's right. The Yallswell Queen mattress starts as low as $345. Plus, you get free shipping, 10-year limited warranty, 100-night risk-free trial, and financing as low as 0% APR. I don't get no lower. I checked the math. I even used this calculator. Financing as low as 0% APR. Here's another way to save. Go to the... On to um, any one of the episodes of this podcast you're listening to, if you're forgotten, because Eric came in hot and didn't even introduce us this morning, um, it's the EDBC podcast. Click on any one of our episodes, you'll see a link for allswellhome.com. If you click on to that link and start shopping at allswellhome.com, you're going to get 15% off your total order of more than 15% off your total order when you go through that link. So remember, that's 15% off when you click on the link on our uh, podcast episodes. In the meantime, sleep well and save well with all as well. All right, folks, if you're listening, you're wondering why Brian uh, stumbled more than usual through that ad read. He uh, had a sit through. (laughs) 
so I was going to talk baseball in this block, but then it's on to me. Brian probably didn't watch a freaking play of the Mets or Yankees this weekend. Listen to this. Listen to this guy's weekend. He's got his in-laws in for three days. He told me they're normally there for two. So being there for three, you know he was hot yesterday. Couldn't wait to get them in the car last night, wherever the hell they were going. He, he's not muted, folks. He's, he's agreeing with I'm not muted. Saying. I'm not seeing sit through a three-hour dance recital with his kids on Saturday and water. Saturday night. I would rather give myself a vasectomy with my car door than go do something (laughs) like that. I mean, are you out of your mind? And listen, folks, if you haven't been through a kid's dance recital, I had had my daughter's 14 and got out of that around six years ago. Thank God. But we had one in Wallingford one time. There were 63 different dances, you know, 63 different routines. My kid was like number six and number 71. Same. And there is nothing worse than that. So you got to go outside and, and you know, do whatever because you can't sit through that. So, Brian, just give me a little bit. You told me off off before we hit the oh, record no. button that your in-laws are you nuts. The dance or something. Which was worse, the visit with the in-laws? Or the oh, come on. I love you my in-laws. They're both pretty bad. I love, I love my in-laws. How dare you? You're doing this on the day that my father-in-law, before they left this morning, said, hey, by the way, I haven't listened in a while. Can you see me link to your podcast? He's going to start out with this one. Thanks a lot. What a, what a pal. What a broadcast partner you are. Oh, uh, you are not lying about Saturday night. And listen, let me tell you something. Uh, I mean, the, my girls were each in two dance, were each in a da- one dance. So one dance for my youngest, one dance for my oldest. They do different types of dances. They're into different things. The three minutes both of them had for their dances, I'm beaming. I'm so proud. They look great. They're smiling. They're so confident. I'm the most, you know, I'm the most, you know, dad is, It's. I'm having a proud dad moment. I'm smiling ear to ear. But the other 70, 69 dances that didn't feature my daughters, I'm like, okay, the Mets are playing a double header in Colorado. I'm like, I'm checking the, I'm checking Yahoo Sports every three seconds. I'm going, when is this ending around eight? Like, this, hey, do they, do they know the Celtics are tipping off at 845? Like, well, are we going to be here? And you're driving over water, Waterbury, Connecticut. Waterbury, Connecticut, Palace Theater, oh. beautiful theater. Eric and I, and we've been, well, not together. I saw the know. Black Crows there. So did I. We were there. We were at the same show, just not together. I, you were there probably, you know, feeling no pain. I'm not going to say anything else. That's I was there nice. at the time. My, I was there at the time with my, like, eight, seven and a half month pregnant wife. Oh, <laughs> nice. What a Black Crows concert. So air conditioning. It's like late May. No wonder why back to Sarah. are so screwed up. Contact no wonder. Coming back. <laughs> He's not lying, folks. Uh, and then, uh, so yeah, Saturday night we get home at like nine o'clock, uh, and I'm watching. I come home and I like, I come home and I turn on the screen. It's thirty nineteen Miami. So so much for sitting down and watching a good competitive basketball game. You tell me your mother in law sitting next to you with a robe, drinking a tab. You're trying to watch. <laughs> they don't make tab anymore, but yeah. So you know, Sunday the same thing. Sunday's hot as hell. I'm grilling. Now, do you allow them to smoke in the house, or do you make them go outside? <laughs> Oh, with, with everybody has to smoke outside, even the kids. <laughs> Sunday's like hot as hell. I'm grilling like more food. Enough food to eat, like, feed like 15 people. But the, uh, listen, I'm trying to get away. I'm trying, I'm trying to sneak away to get to the Rangers. Okay, back to the, the recital. It's dark. Like, just uh, fill me oh, in. It's dark. I, yeah. So it's dark, and you got all these dads on their phones. You oh so much. Oh, and so, they're not yeah. filming video of the kids, folks. They're looking at scores on ESPN. Absolutely. Ryan's scrolling Twitter at seven o'clock at night, supposedly paying attention to his daughter. You wouldn't know what dance your daughter did. Oh, believe me. See, that's where you're wrong. It's perfect. Their dances are like, again, three to four minutes long. I could hold my attention span for that long. Like, just like, why can't you just do this? All right. What time do you think my kids ballpark? What time will my kids dance start? 
Well, we think around seven eighteen, Mister Coleman. You know what? I'll give. I'll come in at seven fifteen. Here, here, I'll be out of there by seven thirty. Let me know when the next kids come. Mr. Coleman, we think around 9.20. I'll get to about 9.15. We'll be out of there by 9.30. I'm good. It's Miller time. We're good. That's how I do it if I run it. Now, Everybody be happy. Nice, Everybody be happy. Do you go for a nice dinner beforehand? Or are you cheapskate? Then a go nice dinner. And... It starts at 5. They got to be yeah. there at 4. Well, we your in-laws want to go to dinner at 3, you told me. Yeah. You, you know. Have a little egg salad. Well, again, if you've been to Waterbury, I mean, you know. Yeah. Let's just easy. say there's not a lot of fine dining options in downtown Waterbury and the Palace Theater. I'm just there's I'm a not, mall there. You can go to the mall. I go to the, the mall. I've been, I've been to a mall like since 2006. What year do you think this is? Go to oh my god, you poor bastard. Sorry to hey listen, I'm gonna solve your problem for you real quick. What's that? Do you pay the bills in the house or does your wife? Uh you know, we both we will we bring in the bacon. So listen, you're home during the day, the mail comes, it's the bill from the dance company. Mm-hmm. You rip that thing up and throw it in the garbage and tell your wife you paid it. Problem solved. Mm. Problem like, solved. Kids won't That's speak it. to me. Kids won't speak to me again. Fractured relationship <laughs> with them. Uh, all right. So MLB, you, you were in and out of the Mets this weekend. They take two of three from the Rockies. They got snowed out on Friday night. How about that? Snowed out. Yeah. Snowed out on May 20th. May 20th. Yep. Uh, like Starling major Marte, snowstorm. Starling Marte's on bereavement list. Steps up to the plate in his first at bat and hits one a mile at uh, in Colorado. Rose Field. Yep. And how about Julie Rodriguez getting kicked out of the rock piles, sitting there drinking a Red Bull in the back of the bullpen this weekend? Did you see that? Why not? Yeah, that's cool. I did see that. It's cool. It it's a good place to sit and watch a game. Loved it. Absolutely loved it. So Mets take two or three. They lose split a doubleheader. Yankees lose two or three to Chicago last yesterday. All weekend you hear about the Yankee pitching staff, Chad Green, Elbow, Araldis Chapman's a mess. He stinks. They get Achilles great problems. starting pitching. They get two. They get seven innings from Tyone yesterday. Seven innings from Severino, and then the bullpen blows again. So yeah. Now uh, Aaron Boone this morning saying, trying to give Chapman some cover, saying he's got something with his Achilles, or whatever. Yeah, it's been going on for two weeks now. I mean, come on, enough already. Break. Oh my god, <laughs> enough. You know, it's not crazy. And someone talked about it the other day. I, I know they would never do it, but if Chapman got got, I mean, you got you need him to be good to win a World Series. I just don't think he'll be good ever again. That's just me. And then in the past, he's blown a lot of big games. Yeah, I wouldn't if trust him. Called in, in July, I would trade his ass. I would trade him in a heartbeat and let Clay Holmes close. Yeah, I mean, I don't see why you wouldn't do that because I don't know what Chapman's contract situation is like. But he's I'm a sure free he's agent making, after this year. Sure, right now he's making a pretty penny. But if somebody could take a, you know, whoever absorbs the remainder of that salary, and then it's his walk here, go from there. I, I, I would. I think that, you say it's like call me crazy. I don't see why. Why that would? I'm not saying it's a no-brainer. Like I'm not being the opposite of you. I'm just saying, why isn't that a viable uh, option if someone wants to go? Grow? Now, who would want to go get them? I don't know. You say every, all these teams need bullpen help, and they do. But I don't know. Unless you're thinking about bringing them in for a setup role, I wouldn't. You know, listen, my team could use a lefty at another lefty out of the bullpen, like nobody's business. Well, like who's the I'm Braves not going to get clo- a problem. Who's, the, who's the Braves closer right now? I mean, if the Phillies get hot, you know, someone like that, you know, where they yeah. get someone down the stretch. Because you got to remember, Brian, all these teams get in the playoffs this year, so the the yeah. pool for playoff teams is a lot bigger. So that means the possibility of trades. Well, it also means that there's that many more teams that also think they're in it. So correct. It's hard to see who would be buying, who would be absolute sellers. And the Mets, we didn't even talk about this. We got this far into a podcast without you telling me about how the Mets injury luck just continues every year. Now, they, you, know, you know, they're already down Jake DeGrom probably till at least July, and that's being optimistic. And then we learned that Jake, that Max Scherzer, who had to, who made the cutthroat slashing throat yeah. sign that says, not, not like, 
menacing, but like the, hey, I'm done line. Get me out of here. I think it was Tuesday night or Wednesday night. Out six to eight weeks with a strained oblique. I still don't know what an oblique is, Eric. If I wasn't a baseball fan, I would never have heard of an oblique. But Tim is Tim Cobb pitched through that a hundred times in his career, I bet. He probably did, you but know. you know now he. They're now you're missing your two best pitchers, your two aces, and that was the big selling point for the Mets going in. Like they have two aces, um, not young aces, but two aces, and now the injury bug has hit them both. Which I don't think you could predict. It's not surprising, but you were hoping that it would not happen, and it has. So they got to. They may need to make a trade for a starter if, it, if they can figure out a way to find one. Yeah. I mean, they got a great performance from Taiwan Walker yesterday, seven great. innings from him, uh, mm-hmm. but you get, Bass, it's uh, been good. And, you know, I got to tell you, Brian too, and, uh, and I'm not uh, just hitting in baseball is down so much. I don't think the pitching is that great. I think there's some mm-hmm. relievers. Listen, it's not 1995 where you got those middle relievers that you could bash apart. I mean, the Yankees, right. the Mets, all these teams have these guys coming in the fifth or sixth inning for a hundred miles an hour. I get it. So that, that is a big difference. It is. I just think the state of the game, the hitting is down all over the place. So I think I think it's a little easier to find pitching than it used to be just because they're just dominating hitters because hitters just stink, to be honest with you. Yeah, you I know? mean, it's interesting. This time last year, we were talking about maybe the pitching being down because they banned the, uh, you know, the sticky stuff. Um the pitchers were using and some pitchers were struggling with it. We talked about their Cole, maybe Cole being one of the guys that was having issues, not being able to use that stuff. And did you hear no. Darling calling for a universal? Yes, he did. For pitchers. And he actually said, I would, I think he said something to the effect of, I wouldn't have said this, you know, a few months ago, but I'm definitely saying, saying it now. And he was dealing more with the fact that we've seen so many pitcher uh, batters, batters getting hit because pitchers seem, yeah, a lot of pitchers getting hit. I'm sorry. Batters getting hit with a lot of breaking balls because these pitchers can't control where it's going. Yeah, Alonzo almost got hit in the head on uh, was it what day? What day was that last? Week? Uh, was I think sometime whatever was Thursday game was Thursday afternoon game in St. Louis. Yeah, he almost got hit in the head, and the pitcher tried snapping off a curveball, and it was went right at uh, at, at uh, Alonzo. He came head very close. To, Darling, and he's already been hit once in the head this year, and that's when Darling said, "Enough is enough. The ball is definitely different. Pitchers have a hard time getting a grip on it, so let them have a little something." To help it's a player safety issue more than anything else it's not a performance thing well here's where major league baseball and this is this week's edition of here's where major league baseball screws up you have the pitchers bitching about the ball you have the bat you have the hitters bitching about the ball for different reasons but they both hate it yep maybe we could take a look at that nah yep. everything's Boring. fine they'll you'll get what you get and you'll, you'll get what you get you'll like it these are take your balls and go play yep well, it's, you know, it is what it is. They're so slow to change anything. So it just, it's typical. Uh, a couple hey, other we, things from the weekend, PGA Championship. Uh, I don't know if you got, you probably didn't get to see this, Justin Thomas. I saw the playoff last playoff. night. Uh, came down, uh, when everything calmed down, my father-in-law and I actually watched the last 30 minutes, including the playoff. You weren't watching reruns of Barney? No, I was pretty soused by then. Barney, Barney Miller, I should say. Barney Miller, maybe, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, PJ Championship, yeah. I mean, Mito Pereira, which is a great name, oh. uh, Chilean golfer who had a what, two stroke lead down the stretch. He had a one stroke hit. lead, he had a one stroke lead as he teed off on 18. So, as long as he just basically, if he just, as long as he's parred, he's good to go. He, he goes home double bogey, double bogey first, right, one into the right into the water. And before that, though, on 17, he had a putt that sat right on the lip of yeah. the hole. So he would have had a two shot. Like he was a, literally a two millimeters from having a two shot lead going into eighteen. And I think it would have been a far different outcome if he had had two shot lead. Yeah. Way off. So. I mean, anyway. I mean good, 
good playoff. I um, mean, Justin Thomas to do that three hole lead in the, in the PGA where they, they play the first three holes and see what's going on. And after that, it's sudden up. Justin Thomas wins by a stroke over Will Zaltoris, who Zaltoris looked great. The, I mean, he was phenomenal the first two days. I think Friday they said he was 18 of 18 that day on putts from 10 feet in 18 to 18. It's amazing. And also so. Tiger Woods withdrew after the third round. He was plus 12. He was really, really limping Struggling around. Now. I don't know how much he saw. He did not look comfortable on the course. I didn't see a lot Saturday because, again, I was out all day Saturday getting ready for a 17-hour dance recital. <laughs> so I just saw I, some of the shots of him limping around, and that's that kind of sucks. So Yeah, it was – I I actually said to my wife – we were I said to her on uh, – we were watching a little bit of a Saturday afternoon before at work, and I said, there's no way he's playing tomorrow. You can yeah, just tell there's no way. And he withdrew. And I guess now if you're a golf fan or a Tiger fan, I'm certainly PGA folks. I'm wondering if he is going to be available for the U.S. Open, which is coming up next month. Yeah, it's going to be tricky for sure. All right, we got to take one more time out because we've uh, pushing up against our uh, meeting time here. Got a few minutes left, but Brian's got a list of birthdays to talk about. Uh, also, oh, yeah. the NHL just announced Game 5, Rangers Carolina, 7 o'clock Thursday night. So we don't Excellent. I like the earlier starts. I'm getting old. Yes, do it up. So, anyway, we'll take one more time out and we'll come back and uh, take a look at Brian's uh, birthday. Oh, yeah. Instacart. Hey, you know, it is, it is, in fact, graduation time. Maybe you've seen it's graduation season. Sometimes it's wedding season. I guess folks like to get married in May, June or whatever. But it's a time of year to celebrate your newly graduated friends and loved ones and remind you, that's my job, to remind you that you can send flowers and gifts to the grads through to your favorite graduate via Instacart. Sometimes you can get that delivery in as fast as one hour. You know, eat all the other stuff. I'm going to tell you anyway. You, you shop for your groceries from home with Instacart. Get those groceries in as fast as one hour. Instacart delivers personal shoppers to you who then deliver your groceries to you. And you're getting these groceries from the favorites from your favorite stores in your area. So you'll know what stores you're shopping. Multiple stores are available. So you can shop all your favorites in a single order. And hand-selected by shoppers based on your preferences, you know, what you like, when you like it, all that jazz. They'll also find you some deals and steals, as they say in the uh, shopping business, to help save you a few bucks. Hey, here's a way to get free delivery in your first order of over 35 bucks. Go to the link on any one of our podcast episodes. Again, that's the EDBC podcast. Don't forget it. Click on any one of our episodes, either on your phone or on your laptop or on your tablet. Click on an episode. You'll see a link for Instacart.com. What are you waiting for? Click on that link. You know, just click it on. And if you haven't signed up for Instacart, do it. It takes like three minutes, maybe. Start shopping and get that first free delivery. Of for, uh, for Let's try that again. Free delivery on your first order of over 35 bucks when you go through the EDBC podcast uh, episode. So that's awesome. It's great. Shop from home and save this season with Instacart. All right, you got a long list of birthdays. We've got six and a half minutes left here to this podcast. Let's hope we can hit all of them. Oh, I bet we can. We're professionals. We've been doing yeah. this. All right. Uh, all right. Let's start with the uh, rocker, Pete Townsend, the who, all that stuff. Oh, I, I love that Pete was talking about wanting to do a super group. Did you see that? I did not see that. Getting together with like guys from Led Zeppelin and just doing a big super group. Okay. And the, 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 is that going to go anywhere? No. No, it's not. But he talked about it. So anyway, okay. I saw some quotes. Good luck. Uh, Pete Townsend, 77. Uh, did you know this? I did not. My guess he's guess. 77. Yeah, I mean, listen, they're all, Mick Jagger, Keith Richards, they're all 78. So yeah, right yeah, all right, you're, you're starting to use contemporaries, some, you know what I mean? So you're starting to use some logic in this game, and I I appreciate that. I like the effort. It's only been two and a half years. Yeah, that's true. Okay, a couple of funny ha ha's here. Um, the first one made me feel like maybe you'd like, really? 
Really? So uh, Drew Carey, who I just think just now hosts that The Price, Price is right, right, but used to do like TV shows and stuff. Yeah, the Drew Carey show on ABC. The Drew Carey back show day. back uh, in the day. Never, never a fan. Um, I don't yeah, really know much about him at all, to be honest with you. Me neither, which again, which is why I thought it'd be perfect for our podcast list. <laughs> don't make me Wikipedia him, Brian. I won't. Uh, he's 57. See, I would have thought that too. Apparently, he's all, he's, uh, all the way up to 64. Wow. Yeah, again, there's not knowing anything about him. Good job on the birthday list, Brian. Wait, Thank wait, you. Wait, wait. Get a home right. run here. Jesus. Perfect. Yeah. What I else did you better got? Than, did better than Yankees did this weekend. Hey, uh, how would you know? <laughs> I, 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 hear, I hear things. I hear yeah. things. Uh-huh. I don't understand them all, but I hear things. All right. Tina Fey. Love the Tina Fey. Very funny. Yeah, she's great. She, she's her and Julia Louis Dreyfus that might be my two favorite comedic actors right now. I love both. Really? Of them. Okay. Uh, 52. Ooh, look at you smoking. Really? Oh man, you're doing better than Yankees bullpen. Yeah, she is 52. All right. Look at me, huh? Two, mm-hmm. I'm two for three, Brian. Yeah. I think you'd, we'd have to say that this guy is one of our favorites, not maybe some, just because he's in like, maybe, maybe not our favorite actor, but he's been in a lot of the movies that we love stripes, fast times, Richmond high, Beverly Hills cop, uh, you know, big in the early eighties had a great Seinfeld episode where he was, or he was a close talker. I'm talking yep. about actor judge Reinhold. Of course, your favorite scene is him pleasuring himself to Phoebe Cates, but we'll save that for another podcast. Uh, Family judge podcast, Reinhold. Eric. <laughs> Father-in-law just had a stroke. Listen to this one. Yes, jeez. We gotta send the bl- say. So, uh, we skipped this week. Too busy. Well, I'll send you one next. Uh, judge. <laughs> that's nice. Uh, 60, 64. You almost had a little something, something going. What'd you Good got? guess? Uh, sixty-five. All right. Yeah, he's a he's another one of those guys. Been around. I mean, I mean, look, that time is nineteen eighty-four, right? That's time was nineteen eighty two. Yeah, forty. Stripes is nineteen eighty. Stripes is nineteen eighty one. So he's playing an army recruit in Stripes, and a year later he's playing a high school senior. So go with that. What you? No, he's twenty five years old playing a high school senior. Is what you're telling me, basically? That was the eighties, man. That was the eighties. Oh, God. Uh, Speaking of the eighties, let me yeah. just segue into that. Another. Yeah. I mean, here's a guy that just you know, big guy in the eighties. Noted, uh, great thespian, classic, just a classical actor. You know. Well-taught thespian athlete, Lawrence Levy. You're right. Close because his first name is Lawrence, but he goes by simply Mr. T. Oh, Mr. T. Wow. This one's going to bother me, isn't it? A-team, Rocky III. Just a tremendous. I am not going to go back and look and see who won the Academy Awards in 1982, but how this guy didn't get a nomination in 82 for Clubber Lang and Rocky III, I have an issue with that, and I always will. But, yeah. And and let's just tell this. I don't think we've shared the story on this podcast. If you had had a son and not two daughters, you would have named one of your sons Clubber. That is correct. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought. Clubber Clubber Lang Coleman. (laughs) You know – Next time you get a dog, the idea you don't have a dog named Clubber, I'm a little disappointed in you, first of all. Uh, well, that, you know what? You didn't even think of it, did you? Right, I didn't even think of that. Writing that, writing that down. Change Larry's name to Clubber. Uh, please, he's too Clubber. old. That's, he's deaf now as it is. He wouldn't be able to even be able to hear it. Mr. T, 74? You should have stopped at just 70 and then yeah. stopped talking. Mr. 70? T is 70. What if he lies about his age or if that's legit? I don't know. He's in a commercial now. He's 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 falling. He's into that realm of like where JJ, where Jimmy JJ Walker is, and like yeah. uh, I think um, Joe Namath. Joe Namath, where he's like selling like I'm not sure if it's like, 
Yeah, like aftercare or like doing that. I don't know if he's doing reverse mortgage like Magnum PI is, but he's in he's he's in that vein of his career right now. He's got to figure things out. He's got to pay the bills, you know, as they say. Hey, man, he he, he should be doing okay. All right, so listen, folks, that is going to wrap it. Uh, next week's podcast will be better. Brian will be a little more informed, more mm. cranky after dealing with the in-laws and dance recitals for a weekend. Memorial right, Day right. weekend next weekend, so it'll be all about schlitz and hot dogs at the coleman house hotel correct correct schlitz light i'm watching my waistline as you wear your colt 45 t-shirt i do speaking of speaking of fast times dressed up for work today huh yeah beautiful all right yeah the kids love it all right enjoy go watch the home videos uh of the of the recitals please put this on the uh maybe you could send a link to the dance recital on the podcast what do you think? yeah i'll send you know i'll send some out to the teachers and they can share it out i think you put it on their facebook page oh beautiful beautiful look at you oh, let me uh and so then uh, just take like me for posterity's sake yeah. and then you know, hopefully the yankees can uh, you know start getting a new winning streak baby all right and that will do it all right enough Thank you for uh, listening to the EDBC podcast. I'm Eric. He's Brian. Until the next time, Brian. Take a bye. See ya.